because none of this really matters. This is the David Cronenberg episode. I spent a week in the hellish mind trip. Like, I was in the dumps of mm. watching nothing but films. I would wake up feeling anxious. I'd be like, Tatiana, what's wrong? <laughs> Are you mad at me? <laughs> um, and, um, and then I saw Top Gun Maverick. Change of scenery, literally, literally, <laughs> and uh, I'm speech. I, it's it was everybody was speechless at was multiple so Wait, moments. Is this Patreon? No. This is the episode. This is the episode. Are we gonna do a Patreon? Or this is gonna be? We're gonna talk about Top Gun Maverick right Let's here. Let's just talk about. I think most people aren't gonna watch that. Our audience is pretty. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just uh, real niggas. That makes any sense as yeah. to why they like just put it on YouTube. Yeah, they just not gonna. Yeah. We just fuck with real niggas. That's all we understand. Real recognize real. Should we had so a... meant to go. But I mean, how do you really ruin a Top Gun movie? You pretty much. Yeah, this is Top Gun Two. We're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It really is just Top Gun Two. They were like, let's do the same movie. Yeah. But just better this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Way, Way better. better. It was definitely better than the first. Way one. better. Like. Leaves and bounds. Yes. We talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that afterwards. I mean, (laughs) again, Tom Cruise, national treasure. National treasure. I. Fucking saving the world. Once again. And can we get this out the way? That was obviously Russia. Right. Like, they didn't say anything? I felt like it was the most... I told him, man, I felt like that was the most... You could have made that any red and yellow country you don't like. <laughs> Deadass. <laughs> no, you you could have made that Iran. You could have made that China. Germany. Because that's usually our missions in those types of places. We don't want you building nuclear facilities, so let's go blow it up. I told my mom, I was like, that's the most genius thing they ever did. <laughs> I was, I was like, right now that probably could that movie was so good you could have started World War Three. I wanted, yeah. I wanted to stand up in front of everybody in the theater and be like, is that not obviously Russia? <laughs> like, yeah, and eighty percent was like over forty years old in the yeah, theater. Absolutely. I wanted then. I would, and then they the, came and out. And then the other like fifteen percent was their kid, mm-hmm. and then yeah. the five percent was like people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. It was so great. It was it was great, laughing, crying, crying. I was feeling anxious, patriotic. I was feeling G's. Yeah, not gonna lie. I was like, <laughs> I was I was in there with them. Yeah, I uh, was I was pulling the ten G's. No, and he was really in that. He bitch. was making the ugly faces yeah. and everything. <laughs> he was. 
When he was, he was like going through the mountains, I was like, oh shit. Oh, literally. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I caught I was I really. Caught myself. I, ca- <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm really in this bitch. I caught myself breathing like. <laughs> <laughs> Holding your breath. You're like, come on now when they're going right. up. You're like, come on, come on. Literally, oh, shit, I'm fucking holding oh, that stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, don't pass out, don't pass right. out. No, for real. And then fucking. I also, towards the end of the movie, I remembered the foreshadowing of the. Remember they were playing darts, the bullseye. Oh. I remember he was doing it blind. I was like, genius. I was like, I that. never even thought about that. I didn't think about that until right this second. That's crazy. That's right? pretty. That's pretty good. Bob. Bob. But that wasn't Bob doing the darts. No. Like, that was Hangman, right? That was Hangman, because he was like, "You're good." He's like, "What is it? Wait, what does he say?" Or he's like, "You're good," or whatever. He's like, "I know, whatever." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I am good." Yeah, basically, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. He's like the only guy with a confirmed kill in the past forty years, so that made him like hot shit. Yeah. Because you killed one person, and then fucking Maverick became Ace. Fucking five enemy. Five enemy kills. He was the fucking a beast, though. He was like, "Oh, we can do this shit." I thought I he said he two was minutes. Still be in the military in this movie. Yeah, he was like three minutes. Nah, fuck that. Fuck two that. minutes. Like one fifteen seconds. Like two twenty-five, right? Or like two fifteen? Like two fifteen. And he fucking <laughs> one second ahead. He consistently. He's like, fuck you, mean. All right. <laughs> I, he, I like how they stay. He consistently disobeyed. Everything. Everyone. I said that's exactly And I was like, he why. got into character. That's yeah. true. Damn, Chevy. Yeah. He, he was like, I Chevy. do what I do. Sorry. You want to bring her in here? Yeah. Open the door, Amanda. Chevy. Chevy. Come here. Come on. Come on. Don't want to jump. She's Come holding on. on the floor. She's scared. Yeah. <laughs> Big girl. Aw. <laughs> Yep. What's up, Chevy? Come here, Chevy. Cutie. Um, anyways, um, yeah, continuously, just like, oh, these are the rules. Nope. No, but don't make the flight. Okay, I'm going to make the flight and then destroy the plane. Yeah. Because I told you not to go over ten, not to go over ten G's, and you were like, I'm going to push it because. At that speed, point one is probably what another three hundred miles per hour. Yeah, yeah. At that, hour. at ten. Yeah, I mean, 10 you're not is, even yeah. seeing. Like, you can't even see what's in front no. of you. You're in fucking space at but that, that point. Because he had to be. Because that's why he was heating up. He was like, "Oh shit, the heat shield is starting." Mm-hmm. To... Yeah, he's the fastest man in the yeah. world. Yeah, literally. literally. There's nothing. There's no one faster than him. I'm gonna put. And did you saw you saw it on the map when it moved just like from state it to was state just to going. state? Yeah. It was gone. And I was like, that's this... terrifying for any any human, any country. They're like, fuck, 10 G's. They could do whatever they want and be back in yeah. America. And mm-hmm. like, was that those F-35s he was? Those were F-22s. The one in the beginning? I don't know what that was. At the beginning? Yeah, that one he hit 10 G's with. Oh, no, that's like a, uh, you saw that skunk on the tail? Mm-mm. It was a, it's a tail uh, flash, what they call it. It's a skunk. And that's supposed to signify like skunk works. It's a Lockheed Martin, uh, like they do all the secret stuff. They built the mm-hmm. stealth bomber. They built mm-hmm. everything that you hear about from like spaceships and stuff. 
That's so he, that's why cool. he that's why they showed that Lockheed Martin shot to yeah. show like he's like a test pilot for Lockheed Martin. Mm-hmm. So uh, that it was super dope. The whole beginning, mm-hmm. that intro. How did you know? <laughs> that worth it? Worth it like, for just that? Is this Tony Scott like resurrected? R.I.P. from the grave, and. Yeah, I the whole the intro of the technicians, the engineers, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, everyone on the directions. flight line. Yeah, I was like, these, this is the intro. This is the same intro, mm-hmm. but I'm glad it, they didn't stick with. I wanted it to to stick to like Tony Scott, just everybody mm-hmm. sweaty. <laughs> I wanted it to stay. Like Everybody's that. just wet right now for no reason. <laughs> and I, but it went back to a normal movie. But it was shot amazingly. Yeah, amazing. It was great. Amazing cinematography. Great. Like it, it exceeded my expectations because I would have never thought Top Gun Two is gonna have good cinematography. But it did, especially the in-flight shots. The every the in-flight. I was talking about the exterior shots when they were going through the valleys. And oh you yeah, just, yeah. Was that, that one shot when you see them all breaking sound? Mm-hmm. Like they're breaking the sound barrier. It's crazy. So it's like I was like, that is one of the they greatest put, shots I've ever seen. They in my put life. like six IMAX cameras on one jet, each jet, and with like a a wide like fish not fisheye but like a ten million like a wide lens. Yeah, so they could see everything, and like how the fuck did they fit? I think I read earlier today after we watched the movie, they all they had to do was get the camera and just the lens and they would have to record. They would like press record basically and you couldn't you couldn't get any feedback. Mm. So like you would do the scene, fly the route, everything. And then once it's over, then you go back, get the SD card put it in then watch what you just shot oh wow instead of like a actual you're seeing as it's happening you would have to do it all and then watch it again so you're just watching it happen they're like hopefully this shit's getting it because we're gonna have to go again (laughs) and then they yeah it was like because that is Mm -hmm. they're flying jets yeah Yeah, they had like close-up shots uh medium shots the exteriors all in one jet they're in the fucking desert just like just and it's like, how did the in fuck? the mountains the whole time in the movie while we were sitting in the theater, I was like, how the fuck did they do this? That's ridiculous. I heard that they was that you telling me? I can't remember. Somebody said there's like a fighter jet with cameras on it to get I, most of those shots because you have to be able to keep up with the jets. So there's like yeah. a fighter jet with like IMAX cameras on it. It's crazy. It is like I, following them. I texted uh, like somebody. Trailing. I was like, these are the best aerial shots. The best ever. I don't. This is going to set the precedent for any kind of mm-hmm. movie like this mm-hmm. in the future, even yeah. if it's like CGI. Practical? Or no, fuck CGI. Yeah, this was all practical, and even if there was CGI, you couldn't even tell. There was probably CGI mm-hmm. for effect. At least, like maybe like the dome, maybe when they were in the yeah. sky or something. But like other than that, the, the, it's it no. Was so it good. was it was great. And then even that, like when they were like upside down on each other yeah, or like the, the stop shot. Who the fuck needs CGI? Do that shit in real life. Right. And if you Tom got the, Cruise if you was got, really in that fucking jet. If you got the budget, do that shit in real he life. He was really in that shit. Those cl- those shots where you see how close they are to mm-hmm. each other, like when he popped the flares mm-hmm. to save his life. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is probably the best shot I've ever seen. And those combat. shots of how low they are to the ground. 
That's... When they were over the ocean, yeah, like, and he, or like, he was over the, the ground. Side. I was like, you're maybe, maybe a, not even 30 feet off the ground right now. Not even. That was crazy. Because, I don't know, that shit was... I think the snow shots were the best the snow shot, in yeah. the entire... The, the whole time. This Every snow shot they had... Even on the ground when they were running. And, when they, when he was when running he was through the running, snow? Yes. When the helicopter shows up. And Nate was like, this is Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, right when he lo- was not in a jet, yeah. I was Mission like, Impossible. Mission Impossible. I, was like, oh, he's not. I thought he was going to die. Because I was like, the whole thing. I thought he was going to die. He was like, it was honor serving with you. I'm yeah. like, yep, this nigga about to die. And I'm I was cry like, oh right now. my God. I'm going to fucking Teared up, thought Maverick died. Yeah. And then teared up, thought Rooster died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was so happy they're both alive. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. When they did, were doing the training exercises and old buddy fucking passed out from the G's. Mm-hmm. And then he would, they were trying that to That got up. me, I was like, every single point where there was supposed to be like anxiousness or like intensity, it was I felt there. it. Yeah, I felt for it. sure. They, should, they gave you what a fighter pilot probably has to feel and ignore. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. I was like, I feel like I'm a pilot right now. Like, I everything is on the line right yes. now yeah. with these guys. Yeah. I'm with you in these cockpits. When they were trying to get that F-14, when they snuck onto the base, it was a lot of funny moments in this movie. It too. was. Yeah. There definitely was. Miles Teller is really good about bringing some levity. Because, and I was telling Mendo on the way home, this uh, Miles Teller is going to be in a lot more movies now. After this, oh my yeah. god, he amazing Killed performance. Killed it. Playing and the great casting son. looks just like him. Mm-hmm. That's what I told him. <laughs> I was like, genius. that looks like his son. Yeah, when he it was looks like the piano, a piano. I feel like Miles Teller probably watched Top Gun like oh over and god. over. It was like, because there's not enough goose in that. Well, there's not enough goose in that movie to be as good as he was. So he had to like make believe that. My dad was dead when I was three years old. Yeah. Right. And I just want to make him happy. So I had to be prior mm. enlisted. That's the part. He was already in the Navy and then asked to go become an officer. Mm-hmm. So he could have done that four years. That's why he's pissed. He's like, you could have. That was four years I had to wait. Because it's only like every four years they let people in mm-hmm. from enlisted. So I'm like, this dude is, you felt his disdain for him. Not because yeah. of my dad, but because of you fucked my career up. Right. Which you learn later. Because I was like, oh, I thought he was just mad at him because of his dad. That's what you thought. Yeah. I thought that before we saw the movie. And I was like, oh, he's actually not mad at all. Is Meg Ryan on drugs? Who's Meg Ryan? The one that was in Top Gun that was Goose's wife. Rooster's mom. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think she's ever been the same since she got her lips done. I couldn't tell you. I didn't even know that was her name. I think her career went like after um, what's that called? You got mail. Yeah. No. I <laughs> 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 like I still don't know who she is. Um, what else happened in the movie? Iceman. Iceman cried. 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 Literally in the tear theater, going like that with my fingers, so that the people next to me wouldn't see me crying. Because I was about to be disappointed. This showed. Him, I was like, oh. It showed him texting Iceman. I was like, is this how they're gonna do it? And then you see, you're like, oh. Because I was like, because I heard Val Kilmer is gonna be in it, and I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. Man has throat cancer. How are they gonna do it? And then 
they show Ice him texting Iceman. And I'm like, this is how they're going to have him in the movie? Yeah. That's not Val Kilmer. It's texting. Because you see it in the credits, like when, when it's the starting, mm-hmm. you see his name and it's like, okay, so he's going to be in here. Mm-hmm. And then... And then he see, and then you see Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. and and I get sad, and I'm like instantly sad because I'm like I know what he's going. Through. Yeah. And then, and then he's typing on the computer. I'm like, is this how they're gonna do Iceman? And then boom, they have him talk and have him say some real shit. I that was real tear, like real Not tears. Though, I had no idea that he ever had throat cancer. Yeah. I thought he was just in the background chilling in all these years. I'm like, oh, he's rich. He's just not like. Being in the spotlight. Oh, no, I didn't know sick. he had a tracheotomy. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah, he's sick. That's sad. And that makes it even more sad. Then you killed him. Yeah. That was just added. But you got to do it for Iceman. But that's why they did it. Is because like Iceman's not there. Mm-hmm. Iceman's not here to protect you. Maybe could... he was dead. They didn't waste a second. Not a second. That's the military for beating. you. That was like... That part, I said, this is that's the part we get me riled up. Like these pussy ass mm-hmm. stars, you fucking political pieces of shit. This nigga done done all kinds of shit for you, and you mad because mm-hmm. he don't listen to you. Yeah, shut up, motherfucker. That's your ego. Yeah, and that every and that every turn he made your ego go away because mm-hmm. he was right every single time. I'm the best pilot that you have. Yeah, you need to let. I'm not teaching these kids. Watch shit. this, right. <laughs> Fucking did that shit. He was like, who's out there? And he just pops up on the yep. radar. And you're like, who is that? He kills it with like two seconds left to yep. spare. Which in from reading this, fighter pilots train to experience G forces. If you go, if you or I go through 10 G's without training, then we're gonna die block. 220 miles per hour every second. It's like that's what you'll feel. So yeah, he's like G's, ten thousand pounds or something. He said two thousand pounds. He was like, at ten G's, it's two thousand pounds on your body. Yeah, like crushing. That's an elephant. Mm. A hippo. That's just ridiculous. Fucking would, a car. There's a ton. You die. Yeah, like, that'd be ridiculous. That's why you have to train like, for that shit. <laughs> for real. It really is. That's why they can't have. That's why those cockpits are small. You can't have any kind of like. At those speeds, you can't have no wiggle room. Because if you move just a little bit, imagine hitting your head. It looks a little bit. Concussion. That's the same shit with, like, F1. Mm-hmm. They just be, you got to. You got to work oh, out. You got to get yeah. that neck work out. <laughs> they do. Because Lewis Hamilton be in that joint with the yeah. head joint. He be doing it. Because they're all, like, super physically fit now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to have strong arms. You got to keep your arms down. Mm-hmm. Because once you get in a car crash, your arms go up, and you fucking lose that shit. So fighter pilots are exactly, that's why I'm like, they always have to be, you can't have Mm -hmm. any, even semi-pudgy fighter pilot. They're always super in shape. They never have a waist. They don't have, they're like, because any extra weight is a disadvantage for me. I'm 200 pounds, I'm dead. I'm passing out for sure. Yeah. Which, beach scene? Can we talk about that shit? I saw Miles Teller shirtless, mm-hmm. and I'm like, the nonsense is over. I need to get jacked. Like it's it's enough playing around. Like it's he rid- was ridiculous. And I'm like, who the fuck told him? I mean, like abs on abs. <laughs> I was like, you just went from like an eight to a ten because you were already like cute, funny, you know? Yeah, he was a funny dude. Yeah. 
and now you're hot. Next level, right? <laughs> not even gonna. Lie. I'm not gonna lie. Now he's he a hot it. boy. Yeah. It's crazy. I was like, and they and they did the beach scene. Yeah. They did it. Looked exactly like mm-hmm. the first first movie. Me and Nate looked at each other like, we're like yeah. this shit's gay Everything. right now. <laughs> Everything in this movie was like, we're going to give you every piece of nostalgia we can shove in here from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Even down to the walking into the bar in your blues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or whites for them. Whatever they called them, I don't know. I, yeah, know. he well, he stepped up in that bar. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> I, said, clean. Sharp, I said them Navy boys. The entrance was clean. I said them Navy niggas be having the illest uniforms yeah. next to clean. Marines, which is still the Navy. But... Mm. He fucking. Emotions are clean. All up in that shit. I was like, where's she at? Where's my girl at? Right. <laughs> and I was like, damn, she left his ass. Mm-hmm. Mm. But that was a lot of the stuff was like, Pete, that part was true when they were when he was pulling. I was like, once you pull a certain amount of G's, those planes become unflyable. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, mm-hmm. because it's basically you just cracked everything. Yeah. Yeah. You just pushed it to the point where you push it to the limit. Out. Because mm-hmm. that's what he said. She was like, the F-18 can only go uh, 7.4. He was like, that's acceptable limits. We're mm-hmm. going way past that. Buddy. Yeah. I was yeah. like, people don't know. That's a lot of stuff in the military. They were like, oh, it can go this fast. No. It usually goes way faster or way deeper. Right. Than or that's the unclassified yeah. version. Now, that's what you know we can do. That's what we can tell you. But we, we allow do. the enemies to know. Exactly. I told you uh, that happened with Sergeant Lee because his brother was a submarine guy. Mm-hmm. And there was, was a dude at a Navy base and he was doing an interview on the news. And he was like, oh, this is this this thing and it can go this deep. And his brother looked at Sergeant Lee and was like, oh, what are you going to get? He's about to get assassinated. Because he told mm-hmm. them the classified death, mm-hmm. how deep it can go. All fucking, on the all fucking the news. So he was like, he's in so much trouble right now. Like, you probably can't even find that video on the internet. Mm-mm. We did, I remember when one day at work, they're like, oh, the Discovery Channel is going to come in. We were like, what the fuck? It's Discovery Channel. So we were on the Dis- Discovery Channel, but we had to, so much, had to do so much preparation to put away all the classified, all the secret. Everybody had to be, like, prepared. Yeah, like, they ask you this, don't yeah. answer if they ask you this question, don't say like this. Like certain things on the screen that we see all the time, they they can they can be shown. Yeah. Things like that. Because you're talking about your job, and they're asking you like, "Oh, what do you do?" And you're like, "I just fucking like type." Yeah, I look at the screen. That's what I do, nigga. Don't ask me no more questions. That's it. I get addicted to cigarettes. <laughs> right. I'm That's on a lunch break. Hilarious joke because that is true. I definitely got addicted. Everybody I know that went to the military, except for Josh, I, that I know of. He's in Italy. No, he I definitely didn't, smoked cigarettes. I never smoked cigarettes. Oh, you didn't? So, Not even once? Never. It's because you come from a home where cigarettes smoke. Yep. That's what I'm never. talking about, Amanda. Fuck cigarettes. I smoked oh, a black and mild before. That's worse. <laughs> that's way more ghetto. But... But that you had a that's like induction. That's such a thrill. yeah. You had but I was also but I was also drinking for local at that's the same time. Hood rat. Hood rat. Hood. That's some hood rat. I shit. bought these motherfucking drugs. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh my gosh. And, and that was because my Don't my friend that. at the time Ashley she was smoking black and miles and I was like oh, yeah. of course. But sense. she also smoked cigarettes too. So I was like mm. Ashley was a black and miles. Yeah. 
She's like, you want one? I was like, mm, all right. I'll go outside <laughs> with you. Huh. Right. Sitting there like that. Then. Yeah. <laughs> Being trying to be cute. But uh, it was great. It was a great movie. Such a good movie. My review on Letterboxd. I forgot exactly. It was some shit. Oh, here's how I was. If you look back like a minute ago on the camera, I was looking for my water bottle like a madman. I was like, where is this? I lost it, but I was sitting right next to it. Um, I said, what did I say right now? You said up there with, with Blade Runner 2049 for the best 30 plus year old sequels. They fucking nailed it with this one. God plus America. God damn it. <laughs> no, seriously. I saluted when I walked out of the movie theater. I yeah, like, I, do. I did when they were like in dedication to Tony Scott. Me Ooh. and Nate were like, fucking right. God damn it. Yeah, I was like, they really did it with this one. Yeah. Fucking Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Mm. Shout out. Just, just great. Just great. I loved it. And then I we were in the car and I was like, Jerry Bruckheimer is a oh, fucking billionaire. And I was telling Menda before we went into the movie how this movie was even made mm-hmm. was uh Joseph Kaczynski, who's the director? Kaczynski. I don't know his first name. Yeah, that guy. Um He was he's not unknown, but I never seen his name before. He did Oblivion. He did he did fucking um Only the Brave. Yeah, Joseph Kaczynski. Oh, he's done a lot of like. Oh, he did Oblivion. Yeah, he did. He did Tron Tron Legacy. Yeah. Okay, so he's all right. He's not unheard of. I fuck with Cuz. He's been he's been around. Only the Brave. Yeah. Great fucking movie. He did about the the hot shots, the Arizona firefighters. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 That movie was great. R.I.P. Um, I have my hoodie. If it was cold, I'd be wearing. But, um, Joseph, uh, is it Joseph Kaczynski? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he has worked with Tom Cruise before. And so five years ago, he went to Tom Cruise, pitched his Top Gun Maverick, his sequel. Mm-hmm. He was like, here's how I want to do it. Here's where the character's at now. This is going to be the story. This is what you do. This is everything. Tom Cruise was like, I fuck with it. And he pulls out his phone, calls Paramount, and is like, <laughs> we're doing this. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> he and, just calls Paramount. And I'm like, Tom Cruise is just like, I could do anything I want. Mm-hmm. To have that power. Yeah. And be like, I'm going to call Paramount. Be like, hey, by the way, we're doing this. Because he definitely made his money back. Let's see what the... It already did. Was. I looked it up. The oh, budget okay. was $152 million. That's it? $152 million. Guess how much it made today? $161. First day. It was packed last night. Yeah, I was not and this morning that. it was packed. This every, morning it was packed. Every sh- and we every weren't theater, even IMAX. Right, every theater that we tried to get into, packed, packed. done. It already made hundred sixty-one million. Hasn't yeah. even been two days. It's yeah. a good movie. Great movie. It's a great movie. Great movie. It deserves it. It's not hype. This is a great movie. Yeah, and this isn't a corny like cash grab. Yeah. No, there's definitely thought. Put into this right and even what we're saying right now it still doesn't ruin the movie because you, you have can, to you see can, it this is a, this is like a ride at yeah. a it's an experience exactly. yeah you it's an experience just, you can't just be like oh y'all ruined it like that yeah. when that when old buddy dodged their missile i was like that's the f-22 that's what i want to talk about last like them planes 
the shit where he just stopped and was like, I'm just gonna yep. make this like. Yep. He just stopped the plane uh-huh. and was just like, all right, now I'm going to say, oof. He was like, what the fuck was yeah, that? that was crazy. He was like, what was the like, hell what was that? that? I was like, that's real. He didn't need to do all, oh, but he didn't do no trap, He's no like, fuck players. He was like, bong, I'm just going to hit this. Right. I'm going to break. Yeah, I'm going to bust this U on you real quick. Yeah, that shit was Like, it was wild. nothing. Mm. I saw that when I saw the F twenty two at the air show do that when it flew up it was just like I'm just gonna stop now and just float back down. So that's why I like that shot. I was like, you, I like when they show the capabilities. Like, yeah, these people have to deal with this shit. And every there's day. real people out there that do this shit all every day, day. All the time. That's there's just... people out there shooting other jets down and you don't know nothing about it. You don't know shit about it. That shit's nope. it's classified. And like that whole time, he, they couldn't say shit about what they just like, did. Even like, if, when couldn't they come shit. back, you're like, what happened? They're like, we, we came accomplished. Home. Yeah, we That's came it. home. Because we, we literally cannot talk about what we just did. That'd be the so wildest crazy. part about that kind of stuff. Because they didn't say if it was on our land or their land, right? Mm. Oh, no, it was there. It was there, but they just never say it. It's they just didn't territory. say where. Yeah. Okay. But it was there. I think that was very smart politically. Because you never... It was kind of like when they went out, we were watching Chernobyl, and they're like, get over the fact that they don't have Russian access. I'm like, well, I can't get over that. Right, because mm-hmm. it's fucking Chernobyl. This is fucking Chernobyl. It's in the Ukraine, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's fucking, has an English accent. He has a, they, they, all these people, and they're super British. Like, some of them are Cockney British. Mm-hmm. I think Jesse Buckley's in there, right? The girl from, the girl from, yes. I'm thinking of anything. Yes, mm-hmm. that's her. Yeah, she's in there. Girlfriend, dumb, man. Dumbass, little fucking. <laughs> she's a stupid, stupid, stupid woman in that show. What, like, what role does she play? Is she like a doctor, scientist? She's a wife. Who's she's a, a wife. Stupid, stupid, <laughs> who's pregnant. stupid mom. Is too. she like Breaking Bad wife? Kind of. No, it's way more loving. Skylar's a bitch. I wouldn't say that. I'm <laughs> saying like, she was a her. stupid woman. I didn't call her a bitch. Skylar's a bitch. Fuck her. Yeah, yeah. This woman just, she just loved her husband, but she is just. A goddamn pedestrian. <laughs> because we're talking about radiation. Yeah. They literally keep telling her, stay away from your husband. He is radioactive. Yeah. And she. And she. She's like, okay. And then she'll sneak in there. There's a scene where she takes his decaying hand that has a skin falling off of it as his pupils are melting into his eyes. Yeah. And she takes his hand and said, we're having a baby. And a nurse walks in and said, bitch, didn't I ask you were you pregnant or not? And you told me no. She's like... And, and you, you couldn't even be in there with the fucking curtains open. The nurses couldn't be in there. There was like layers of protection oh, between them. Mm-hmm. And she put his hand on her fucking stomach. You know what happened, right? The fucking baby died. And I think the baby died. I'm pretty sure she had a miscarriage. And she didn't. That baby's going to be born an with... Fucked up. It, I hated her that entire. So I was like, that's just yeah, stupid. that was stupid. Yeah. Like, that sounds, we that get, sounds like frustrating. Yeah, no, it's beyond. It's frustrating. as frustrating as fucking little kids in movies. Which <laughs> hate them. I was like, shut the fuck up. Hate little them. kids in horror movies. We when we were watching the uh, Day to Earth still, still mm-hmm. we were wa- Keanu Reeves. Yes, you forget that Jaden Smith is in that movie. Yeah. He is? He's the kid of uh, Jennifer Connelly. What? I need to rewatch that. I haven't seen that movie in over a decade. I wanted to knee him in the stomach. (sighs) 
He's a dumbass little bitch in that movie. He's a dumbass little bitch in After Earth. He's a dumbass little bitch in fucking uh, Pursuit of Happiness. And probably in real life. Exactly. That's where I was going to go on my honest. next point. Will like, Smith. Like, is he acting Will or Smith. is that real? Will because, Smith come at me. Yeah. Like, is he good? I dare you smack. Like, nah. <laughs> Will Smith probably beat my ass. He played Muhammad Ali, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I just, ugh, annoying. But Yeah, but Top Gun, they, there was, I couldn't think of anybody who annoyed me in that movie, which was crazy. Except for the Admiral. John Hamm, yeah. Yeah, except for the Admiral. John Hamm played that Air fucking... Boss. But it's, I like these movies like that because we know John Hamm is actually can be pretty funny, too. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. like seeing him in like these, like, I'm a stoic three-star Admiral. Yeah, he's yeah. in a whole bunch of movies. But he always has that role of being that, that, that authority in the way. Yes. He's always like that typecast. When he said, what did he say? The way he said it, it was like, we're done. Like when he told him that you're grounded and he was, oh, he was just yeah. still standing there. He was like, that's it. Like the way he said it made me want to fight him because I've heard people say stuff like that to me. Yeah. Like, bitch, who are you talking to? Like, I will, f- what the fuck? He just bitched you. Like, mm-hmm. we're done. Like, get out of my face. I don't, yeah. I have no time for you. You don't mean nothing to me anymore. You're not flying a mission. You're grounded. Get out of my way. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to teach the class. Bitch, you don't fly. Right. You ain't going to do shit. Right. You've been sitting behind the desk. <laughs> As I fly through this valley like it's nothing and hit the target twice. It felt like that soaring ride at Disney. You know what I'm talking about? And he did all that shit by himself. Yeah. He didn't need no fucking team. By himself. Yeah. He hit it forward. Hitting the G's and backwards. Right. Boom. Flip the target. Gone. Crazy. First hit. Done. Gone. I'm going to do it again. On my Gone. way up. He was manually aiming the guided missile. Mm-hmm. That wasn't laser targeting. Mm-hmm. He was hitting them G's and was like, <laughs> Boom. fucking. Got it. He was like, <laughs> he's like, not enough. Like, oh, fuck. Boom. Hit it. Fucking. And then they were, but then the mission was probably the most exciting-inducing. It, it was so like crazy. Like, the training was crazy, but the actual, when it came mission time. Yeah. I was and like, this is going to be the longest. Because there was no mission in the first time. There was no mission. It was no, all it was, it was kind of just like, oh, we like we ran into each other. It was other. like Ender's Game type shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, we ran into each other. This wasn't supposed to happen. These MiGs just showed up because we're trying to get It's our, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then they... Battle, yeah. Fight. This mission was like, no, you're, you're somebody's to probably shit. gonna die. Which right. is what I thought the first Top Gun was about until I rewatched it like a mm-hmm. few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it really wasn't. I was about like, this is just training. The yeah, time. this is just like, oh, then being in the, the Russians were just like, yeah, we're just gonna start shooting at you guys now. Mm-hmm. This shit was like the surface to air missile scene. Mm-hmm. When everybody's just popping flares, mm-hmm. crazy. When just they did the flares. when they did like were like first it was in the fight, and then mm-hmm. when you did the wide shot of you and see you it all see happening, it all happening. That was so good. That was so good. I'm getting goosebumps talking about that scene because I was like, these niggas are because they didn't yeah. play no music. They just let you hear it was the just radio happening. chatter and them talking to each other back the, and forth. The overlapping chat. It was so good because he said, "Why didn't you?" That was communication mm-hmm. at like. It's highest level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to be able to dodge and then tell you what I'm going to do and then tell you what just happened. Yeah. While still trying not to get shot at the yeah. same time. 
Cause we and they can't just sit there in that spot. They're like, we have to keep on. We have to keep going. Yeah. Because we have to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we're in what? a dog fight. Yeah. A. It went one. from surface to air to dog fight. So yeah. it was like double. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's yeah. That and then was... they said we're not going to beat their planes. Like we can't. They're fifth generation. Those are F twenty two. Yeah. Flying, when like, they were doing gen. like the F fourteen against the the F. That was crazy. I was like, and they're really doing their thing. Right. But it really it really is the pilot. Like, it, you just have to know your plane. He was like, I know what I got here. Mm-hmm. Said, don't think. Just do you said not to think. And then he just stared at him was just like, you fucking got me, man. <laughs> <laughs> you right. fucking got me, dude. I was like, oh, he's fucked. This is it. The hug. <laughs> at the end, when they landed, at the end, mm-hmm. when they landed, and everybody was like, "Yeah!" And I'm like, "They're gonna do the wingman. You could be my wingman anytime." Yeah, I was. I was, I was waiting for it. Waiting I was waiting for, for that it. shit. <gasps> you know, he, they just said it. He was like, "Thank you for saving my life." Yeah, just straight said up. It. And they yeah. hugged him twice. The hug twice thing is the, se- I the love second your dad. one. Right, the second one. I'm the sad. second one was, "You're my dad. That has always been looking out for me." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk and to I me, love Goose. You. And right. this was Goose talking to me. Right. And he said, talk to me, Dad. I was like, <gasps> oh, my God. Then the picture at the end, and he taps the picture. And then it's a picture of them. I was... I was tearing... <laughs> a moment of silence. I was please. tearing up. I think I teared... I don't think I cried. But I teared up like five or six times. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I felt yeah. it well. I took my meds before I went, but I still felt it well. Yeah, I same. felt a, a huge well, like twice. Mm-hmm. But there was like five or six times where I was like. There was a moment where the theater was completely silent. Because they thought he was dead. Everybody thought mm-hmm. he was dead. Mm-hmm. It was like. Damn. When they were silent in the control room, everybody in the movie theater is silent. And they were like, just leave them. Leave like, them. You can't go back. And you're like, nah. Then you're like, oh shit, Tom Cruise is alive. Oh no, Tom Cruise is about to die again. Yeah, Tom Cruise is about to die. No way. And then it blacks out. I thought that was going to be the end of the movie. When when it shows the close up of Miles Teller's Mm -hmm. face. When like, he's gone. Mm -hmm. There's no coming. And it shows like, and it blacks out. I was like, if they leave on that, that'd be crazy. That That would be an okay ending. That would be such a like, wild ending. Because the mission was accomplished. Because that, yeah, it was over. The mission was over. We just had to get back to the boat. That's the that was probably more anxiety inducing than completing the mission. Yeah, because you knew getting back was going to be harder than them blowing right. up the yeah. damn shit. Because they said it. They were like, if we even if we get away from the surface to air missiles, we still have to deal with the fact that they're just flying around here waiting for this. You know how I said when he was outside of the jet in Russia or wherever he was, I said it turned into Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Can we time out that Mission Impossible trailer? Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that? That's why I texted y'all in the middle <laughs> of the damn thing. I was like, Mission Impossible 7 is going to be a part one. So I was like half asleep at that point, right? Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was talking about Top Gun. So she just kept so, talking to me as if Top Gun was a part, was one. A part one. Right. So I was like, oh, yeah. Da, da, da. And then he was like, he walked in the house. Don't. <laughs> he Don't. And he was like, 
He's like, I, you know that you, I'm, I was talking about Mission Impossible, right? And I was like, uh, I can't remember how how I knew you didn't know what I was talking about. He said, <laughs> you, what did the text message say? I text he both said, of I think you he said, said Mission the next... Impossible, and in my mind, I the, just I seen said Tom the Cruise. Next Mission Impossible is a part yeah, one. Yeah, I literally just seen Tom so Cruise in, our in my group head. Chat, new Mission Impossible is a part one. That's all. And what does Amanda say? A two-hour part one. Lol. See, that's when I knew she knew all she That's when, when she said that, and then she thinks I'm talking about fucking Tom Gunn. And then I said, but I said, sick, I need a three hour. Yeah, but right. then I was like, Nate knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Nate knows, I was like, Nate knows what I'm talking oh about. And I'm pretty sure this is when the movie ended, but you said, I'm gonna cry right now. Yeah, that, that was, was like three hours the after. Theater. I was on my way out the door, and I was like, I'm gonna cry right now. <laughs> On the yeah. way to the car, I was well enough just thinking about the movie. Yeah, because when we left, I was like, I get it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that movie. That was wild. It got me the whole, the whole way. The whole thing. What the fuck? That's was great. That? I think it's just somebody opened the door, like oh. air displacement or oh. something. But... They probably opened the door. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Front door. Um, it was front great. Door. We need one of those. Front door. You know those? No, that's the, creepy. I hate those things. No? The voices. Oh, because what if somebody breaks in and then you know how they do in horror movies? Yeah, front door. And you're like front door. Locked. Why is the front? Yeah, the door is locked, but then it opens by itself. That's actually pretty good in horror movies. I, I watched think... Captain in the Woods last night too. That's become a cult classic. Yeah, it's definitely gaining a cult following. Yeah, and I see why because I I think everybody took it seriously at first. I know we're going off. This is but <laughs> everybody took it seriously at first, and then watching it. It was. It's like You're it's like, more this, of a Nate movie. Yeah, it's pretty. It's way more of like your style of like. We were talking about with one of her friends, um, saying that Cabin in the Woods, is for like horror movie lovers. Yes. Like it's a movie for that. Yes. And I was like, that's exactly what it is because Be- like I watched it years later mm-hmm. and I was like, this isn't. This is like actually kind of great. Yeah, because they said it was supposed to be. Uh, it symbolizes how. Theater, the the great ones are supposed to be the audience and how we always want more violence and gore mm-hmm. to the point where now we have like what are those Euro films like exploitation? They yeah. like actually like I think that's what Hustle was. I think they actually do that in some movies in Europe. Like these underground movies that like torture people and stuff. Yeah, like the snuff tapes. Yeah, that's what they're called. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Snuff tapes, because I just read about that too with that serial that's killer. That's crazy. Yeah. There was a they showed one of those when I was deployed. They found a snuff tape on a hard drive. They killed a baby in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, these people are. You know what a horror nuts. horror movie about that is? Videodrome. David Cronenberg. I wore my shirt just for this episode. Lit. We're not even talking about it. Where are, <laughs> where are we in that? We're part? at uh, forty five. That's not bad. No, not at all. We're doing pretty good actually. Yeah. What is that? We're like halfway through the episode. Yeah, for sure. This because of fucking Top Gun. It's Top such a Gun, good that was movie. So good. I knew we were gonna. T- There's no way There's we were gonna no not way talk. You could not talk about it. It was so good. That can't be Patreon. They so, have to share that with the world. Yeah. So for the people who are here for the Cronenberg talk, you go see because that's such different crowds. <laughs> right. That's such different crowds. But. I do want to watch it because I want to watch Cronenberg movies. I just didn't. I don't know why. I forgot. I think I forgot this week. I can't remember why, mm-hmm. but. They're very, I mean... Kids were. Kids oh, that's right. The kids are home. That's yeah. why. That's why I was telling Menda. I was like, it might be hard the, watching. Yeah, it, it's, they're not kid-friendly. I was watching one in the kitchen, 
and I had to like turn it off because I was watching Scanners, mm. and I was like, "Dude, fucking blew one. his head up," and I mm-hmm. was like, "Max was like, stop." <laughs> Max, <laughs> he, he was walking by and he stopped. He's like, he walks in at the worst moment on the worst every times. movie ever. Every Literally. movie, and he it was the in. it was the beginning when he's sitting there and they're at like at the, the little conference. conference, and he's just like, "Okay, think of something," and he fucking blew his head Blow, up. Yeah, he was like. Yeah. That's like Stranger Things. I was watching Stranger Things today. He's really quiet. He moves very like, you'll just turn around and he's just standing in the doorway. So you don't know how long he's actually been watching, yeah. but you can kind of tell depending on how far his mouth is open. <laughs> like today I was watching Stranger Things and one of the fucking things showed up, mm-hmm. the, the flower Demogorgon. mouth thing. Yeah. And he, I turned around, he was like. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, you've been standing here he, for a minute. He definitely seems like the one that would like horror movies, though. He's a little... He don't like them. He'll like no, them later. Later. And yeah. Because he's so scared of them now, he'll like them later. Yeah, but Zoe shows hints of it, of her liking them. She, I, Zoe, she's very... Uh, she likes the makeup part of horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. costumes and stuff. Yeah. Roman is unaffected by them. He doesn't care. <laughs> He he just rather not watch. Yeah. Like he'll like, sit let's... there, but it'd be like whatever, dude. Yeah, he's like, can he'll we just, watch? He'll fucking... be staring there, like, like you really watching this right now? Because <laughs> I'm about to sleep with you tonight. Because yeah. that's why I want to. I'm like Cronenberg. I need to. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. I need them not to be able to walk into the room while I'm watching that. It's very. It's great very movies, weird. but great. They, are, I really wanted they to show everything. I wanted to understand the Rick and Morty reference. That's why I really wanted to watch the Cronenberg yeah. thing. You're gonna have to watch like his '80s, like late '80s, like movies, like Dead Ringers, The Fly, mm-hmm. The Fly. Yeah, uh, that's the only Cronenberg movie I've ever seen, and that movie changed my life. I was like, I didn't know I could. That was the first movie where I felt physically You're ill. Like, yeah. I was that, like, this is disgusting. I'm just thinking I, about it right now. That's I what like, I wanted to say. I was like, uh, I don't have to watch that. I don't have to watch does. that. I don't that's have what to I wanted that. to say. Is that like, because we're talking about Cronenberg, my favorite my favorite horror director. Mm-hmm. But after watching all those movies, they're not even really horror movies. You're just disgusting? They're just visual. They're, it's body horror, <laughs> which is like a different whole different thing yeah it's a very like gore-esque but as far movie. as like the story it's not your typical did you just what? look it up me no not that oh. I, I i saw something that you watched and i always forgot to say uh r.i.p to ray liotta r.i.p r.i.p to ray liotta we're gonna say it before the episode's over with yeah, yeah. r.i.p man me and that's a that's a hit me and tatiana were watching uh Goodfellas. 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 You got to. Mm. Everybody watched Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Everyone watched Goodfellas. And I had to. I, I watched Observing Report. That's what I decided <laughs> to watch. And I knew. I was like, I gotta mm. put up to killing them softly. One of two. This fucking movie is so good. And Ray Liotta kills it. James Gandolfini, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Quick R.I.P. Mm. Tony Soprano. Um, but yeah, R.I.P. Really that was so crazy. Both Gandolfini and Leota gone way too soon. Yeah, 67. 67 is young. How old was James Gandolfini? I think he was about like maybe. He was like 40. 40 or 50 something? He might have been in his 50s. Because James Gandolfini died so young. It, it, every time I think about it, it makes me sad because he could have been. 
He was 51. 51. Mm. Jesus. Um, like dad's age. Like one year young, one year older than dad. Mm. She died in Italy. That's kind of lit. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Ray Liotta died in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Kind of lit. I was like, well, he might Living still be alive. Right, he might still, still be alive. Like, yeah, I'm done with this shit. Yeah, bro. he was like, let them, because it w- it came out through people. People's mm-hmm. the one that left. Yeah. And I was like, you're just going to let everybody know that he died. I was like, oh, he's still alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, think there's like, you think there's some service like that for rich folk? You're like, hey, man, we can, you pay us 25 mil. Yeah, it's called Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Did we were he watching, kill himself? We were watching no, Atlanta with Tupac. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that was hilarious. Oh, the Atlanta episode. The Atlanta with Tupac. <laughs> they dropped like, the fucking <laughs> That shit. He was like, "Hey, that's Tupac." And then you said that. He was like, "He's know? like, that's Tupac." That's Tupac. How'd you know? Yeah, there's aura. Oh, but yeah, oh, with David Cronenberg, my favorite horror movie uh, director. Mm-hmm. He's great. He makes. Such like they're almost philosophical movies, but you on a face value, you see people popping out of TVs. And yeah. But um, and the fly and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But when I was 10 or 11 years old, um, me, we lived at Dreamy Draw mm-hmm. and me and my brother it was late at night, maybe 10 p.m. It was I don't think it was, I think it was summer, summer break. Mm-hmm. And I think I was going into fifth grade or going in, I think I was going into sixth grade, actually. It was a summer between fifth and sixth grade. And I got Xbox, I signed up for like a free trial for Xbox Live, right? Mm-hmm. And then. Um, You're like, I got 30 days. <laughs> uh, literally, 30 <laughs> days of Xbox Live. And I was like, let's play, me and my brother were like, let's play Black Ops. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played Black Ops 1. Uh, on multiplayer, and Rob can relate to this. Do you like? Do you remember the feeling, getting Xbox Live and then playing multiplayer, and you're like for the first time, and you're like, holy shit! I didn't experience that until I was 19, mm-hmm. and I was in the military, and I didn't even do it then. I waited like a year or two, yeah. Yeah. and while I was in, and I was like, I'm gonna buy an Xbox. I want to stay in the house. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. You yeah. you play multi me so I downloaded the free trial Xbox Live Gold whatever mm. like thirty mm-hmm. day trial that first noise you hear that fucking and my brother my brother was like he had a job he was like seventeen uh he was seventeen because mm-hmm. we're like seven eight years apart whatever mm-hmm. um and he had a job and he was like just put in my card information like <laughs> and so we uh, got Xbox Live for thirty days and then we played Black Ops for hours we were like what the mm. fuck we're playing with other people right like <laughs> these are real people yeah we're not playing no computers mm-hmm. these are we're playing them because they were fucking killing us yeah, yeah. like left and right and then and they didn't move mm. you knew because you're like they just don't move like computers you tell they're <laughs> <Yeah>. smart <laughs> like you see, <laughs> and we're like this is crazy this is changing every, this changes our lives oh yeah. yeah i was just talking to mark about Call of Duty the other day, like just multiplayer and how it's just changed over the years. Like mm-hmm. when Quick Scoping became a thing, was around mm-hmm. that. It time. was around that time. It was mm-hmm. around that time. Was around like 2010, 2011 when you first started seeing it. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, and it's never been the same since. Stop it, guys. <laughs> I feel you guys are just ignoring us. 
But anyway, I zoned out for like two <laughs> seconds. No, but uh, I was like, I don't know what you're yeah, talking we about. Play, we played Black Ops. You do exactly. She asked, people, the only thing I can like is the most is multiplayer. We're shooting each other. Right. I you mean I get I understand. But we're talking about like quick scoping. Yeah, I'm like. like Zoned out. Uh, what's, As if you don't hear me screaming at the screen nightly. Oh, yeah. I got quick scope. No, I heard you last night. That's that right. wasn't Call of Duty. I know, but I can hear. That's the intensity that I hear. <laughs> but my point is. <laughs> that's the intensity but my that point I hear. Is, got mad again. Go ahead. <laughs> I was playing that game, Horizon. Horizon. Which one? Horizon Zero Dawn, the one with the big robot animal things. I think I heard of it. You, is I'll it new? You. No, this one, no, this came out in 2017. There's a new one out, oh. though. There's yeah. a new one they out. just put the new one the out. The second one is out now. I think I see it at Target. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So he's been telling me the storyline, and I was like, damn, this is a good-ass <laughs> video game. But uh, but my point is, yeah, we played Call of Duty Black Ops 1. The Nuketown was crazy. Mm-hmm. And, I still um, play that. Nuketown's so good. Timeless map. You gotta you gotta buy like, Cold War just to play Nuketown every once in a while. Yeah. I, I have to. But we were done playing Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. We were like, we can get Netflix. On. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can get Netflix? Mm-hmm. So we downloaded it, did that free trial. Fuck it, you know? I did it. I was in the dorms. We did that free trial. We watched three movies that night, me and my brother. And, and by keep in mind, this is where it's midnight. Yeah. 1 a.m. almost. Right. And it's early netflix so they really don't have we watched here's the selection here's the three movies we watched and by the way that night didn't sleep i'm sure the whole night didn't sleep and then and then uh because i was so excited i was mm-hmm. like we have i waited for my dad to leave to go to work and i was back in the <laughs> living room fucking when i open yeah i was like listening out for him to leave but um so yeah we played call of duty downloaded netflix we watched Mortal Kombat movie, mm-hmm. the '90s one. Obviously, mm-hmm. that was on Netflix. The next movie we watched, The Big Lebowski, mm-hmm. and the first time I seen either of those movies. And the third movie we watched was The Fly. Oh, that was the last movie we watched. What a triple feature! Yeah, right? yeah, that was, yeah. That's crazy. And you just ended off on that. You were like, okay, the Fly. Okay. Literally, that was the last movie of the night. I stayed up after that. And then, like, later in the morning, it must have been, like, 9 in the morning, 10 in the morning, I fell asleep on the couch. Mm-mm. And then I, it was the only time, you know how, like, in movies, people wake up and they, like, say something? Yeah. Like, whoa, or they're like, stop it, or whatever, because they're dreaming. I forgot what I was dreaming about, but I literally, I woke up from a sleep, I was like, Titi. <laughs> <laughs> literally. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> It was so like uncontrollable. Have you ever done the basketball dream? No. But you're like, and you like, you're like, you're like a gunshot. <laughs> you ain't never done that. No. I've done that. Like, no. I'm kicking my mom's car, so I'll be in the car asleep. Bah, and I'm, yeah. I'm like, in the dream. <laughs> oh I be balling in my dream, boy. I be balling. I be kicked. <laughs> I'll write out my sleep. <laughs> 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 uh, because you, you be asleep you, in the you car. You imagine, but I'll be, be knocked asleep. out in the car. So you know my leg, I'm long. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking buzzer about to hit. Yo, I'll be in the zone in my, oh my dreams, God. boy. Oh, my God. 
Because I, I could just imagine Rob a, a steady <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere. Oh, my Jump God. Shot. Oh, my God. But, yeah. We watched The Fly. That was my first introduction to David Cronenberg. Never even fucking heard of the movie. Dithi was like, we're watching this. And then uh, mm. we watched it, and I was fucking like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. is this? I was like 11 years old, 10 years old or some shit. And then uh, that obviously anybody will remember that movie. And so I, for years, I was just like, oh, The Fly, yeah, I've seen that. Like, it was one of those movies. <laughs> And then it wasn't until, like, later, like, after I got into horror, like, as a genre, like, when I saw Get Out, and I was just, like, super into movies, and I mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to get, you know, into movies or whatever. And then Cronenberg was one of those directors where I was just like, oh, he does his thing. Like, mm-hmm. he has, like, a, a aesthetic that he does with, like, every movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I saw, like, Videodrome, and then I saw... um what else? And then later on, I saw Crash on YouTube. Yeah. When I was like in middle school, I was like in eighth grade, or probably. I don't even know how old I was. Fucking, it's just like it's all a blur. I'm trying to remember like when I watched the movie, but I remember seeing Crash on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was like, what? And that's the thing about Cronenberg, is that every single time. I see one of his movies for the first time. I hate it. I was like, what is this? Like, what the fuck? And then the thing about his, I remember mentioning these terms, this terminology on the podcast a long time ago, but the like, like elephant, white elephant art and then termite art. Yes. Do you remember me yes, talking about yes. that a long time ago? Yeah. We're like, Cronenberg is the king of termite art because mm-hmm. you watch it and I, cause I watch it and I hate it. I'm like, what the, f- what? Cause I watched some of his movies for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, this past week. Yeah. And I was like, I shivers his first feature yeah. movie. I saw it and I was like, what the fuck? And then a day later, it's, you're still thinking about it. And you're like, you know what? That's genius. This shit sears into you. Like, yeah. Your memory, it was is it isn't one of those. Am I seeing it incorrectly? Like I can see the fly mixed with the machine with nothing essentially. Yeah, I can see that clear as day in yeah. my head. And I haven't seen that movie in years. Years, and you because you watch any of his movies like the first time I seen Crash, mm-hmm. I watched it and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then I. <laughs> think about it for weeks and i'm like that movie's ge- i need to rewatch it that movie is genius and that's what happened with every single one of his movies like especially cosmopolis one of his newer movies i think it came out in 2012 with robert pattinson hated i was like this movie mm-hmm. is terrible but i rewatched it and i was like this is actually and i feel like rob would actually like cosmopolis because it's it's like it's very philosophical. It's a lot of conversation. Looks like it. With the... <laughs> no, I'm saying it looks like something I would like just by the... No, uh, like you said it looks like a lot of conversation. But, no, I mean, it's Robert Pattinson, so yeah, but it does look like something I would love. Because it's very philosoph- It's very existential. Because mm-hmm. it's based... It's not based off... It's based off a book, but it's like inspired by a poem that's about the rat becoming the unit of currency. 
And so it's very like kind of applicable with mm-hmm. like especially the way it's aging, you know. Yeah. But it's it's such a like thought prov- it's so all of his movies are so thought provoking, but that's why I think Rob would kind of uh like Cosmopolis cuz it's very like w- damn, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, but there's a couple of like uh, his newest movie uh, or his most recent movie, Maps to the Stars, is I think it came out in 2017. That was like five or 2015. It came out like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't yeah, 2014. Seen that. I haven't seen that one. But all of his movies are. Oh fuck! I just heard. Um, all of his movies are so good. Mm-hmm. Like they're just, they just stick with you. I'm just dying over there. Um, but you're like the brood is such like a personal movie. Like it's mm-hmm. so like touching almost, and you, you watch it and like because during the writing of that movie, uh, David Cronenberg was in a battle, a custody battle for his daughter. Oh wow! And he was writing it, writing the brood, and you watch the movie and you're like, he's some talking, he's. Putting his balls he's on the go, table. He's going through some shit right yeah. now with this little kid, yeah. And then you see it because it's all from his perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the guy's perspective. And, like, his mom is, like, seeing... A th- his mom is... Cra- the mom- I'm I'm back. Back. I'm back. I still want... I need that. I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm gonna put it in because I hate you saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I need the Jimmy Fallon that uh-huh. I usually just cut it out. Nobody ever hears it. <laughs> Um, what was it? Saying? The brood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she like every single like clone of the child is like she sends it out to kill her dad. She sends it out to kill her mom. She sends it out to kill the therapist. She sends it out to kill her ex husband. Like it's everything. Mm-hmm. And and then you the marks that the mom has on her arm at the end of the spoiler alert for a fucking forty year old movie. <laughs> um. The daughter at the end of the movie has it's like the ending of us almost where like you see the marks while they're driving off in the sunset, you see the marks of that the mom had on the daughter, and you realize that's like oh that's like generational trauma like whether it's from the situation that they were just in or just because of like hereditary reasons mm. that this daughter is gonna be affected by what her mother went through, and Cronenberg was like that's my daughter yeah. <laughs> That's mine. And then the then scanners. You watch scanners. What did you think? That's another crazy was, fucking movie. Yeah, almost First like of a, all, wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> like it's known all. for the head explode. Yeah, scene. But like you said, I think it was a lot deeper because even in the be- like at first of all, it gets right into it. Like we ain't playing. We're just getting right into. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Are you mad at me, Daddy?" People fucking. Blowing shit up. Yeah. And then... And uh, for the mall, the opening scene. Yeah. And then... Is that... No, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of The Brood. Yeah, no, I was like... Where he's like, st- Do you, are you mad at me, daddy? That's the opening scene of The Brood. They start... Um, I think... Scanners is in the mall. Getting to the the conference part. I was like, that's like 15 minutes in. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... Like, immediately. The, movie, the head exploding. And just them talking about, like, who these people are. I got a funny story about that, but keep going. Like, they're mutants and they're, you know, these disgusting, weird yeah. people who should not be. Yeah, they're like 
viewed as like trash. Like yeah. in the f- opening scene, there's like, who the fuck is this guy looking at me? Mm-hmm. Like, go so, get out of here. And I was like, it, it, it tells a lot, just like a societal point mm. of like having these the people. Prejudice yeah. It's very put out to the side. Yeah. yeah. And with that head exploding scene, the funny thing about that, that trying to pull that off was wild because they tried to do like firecracker things like inside the prosthetic head, whatever, mm-hmm. made out of like paper mache or whatever, but it just wasn't working. Right. And so then they tried to do like an air pressure mm-hmm. thing uh, to blow up the head to like just make it, but it just wasn't doing it fast enough, wasn't doing anything like the way they wanted to look. Mm-hmm. So literally a camera guy was like, I got a, a, a shotgun in my car. And and he was and so David Cronenberg was like, okay, everybody leave, everybody get out of here, and like leave the set. It was just him and the camera guy. They sit behind the chair, like pretend like this is like the head. They're mm-hmm. sitting behind the desk where the conference is. They fucking shoot the back of the head with a shotgun, and then that's how they get the head exploding scene. They that's a real gun. Yeah. There's no way you're doing that today. That's against the law. Yeah. That's yeah. like all. Dang, that makes so much sense now that I can literally like envision it in my mind mm-hmm. of like just how it's exploding. Mm-hmm. And that makes perfect sense. Yeah. They have all like this, the red syrup and mm-hmm. shit and all the flesh and everything. They fucking boom. Fucking that shit goes. They were deaf after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. The camera and then guy all was... you just hear people like screaming and all that shit, like from the people that were mm-hmm. in the crowd. But it was no, they did it when no one was there, mm-hmm. and then they had to cut to or add audio. Yeah, I did everything that in. you can you can tell that they've added that they've added in the sounds and all of that. Yeah, that I was because that immediately is like you can tell something like was off for a couple seconds. Yeah, because he's like yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. And then like there's the quick cut to uh to the guy who's his head explodes because it's right away. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show him and then his head explodes. It's like a cut to right when it explodes. Mm-hmm. And that but that shit I was like, there's no way you're getting away with that. You're talking about practical. That's lit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what you want. Hey, give me a real shotgun and show right. me what Blow this fucking thing. I don't want to waste no fucking time. I don't, yeah. I don't want to see no cheesy like them them movies where like especially back in that day they would put like little explosives in Like mini charges. So, it looks so cheesy. Like, yeah. When they would make like the worst ADR yeah. of the explosion yeah. ever. Oh my god. <laughs> or it's like you can tell it's a mini version of like what mm-hmm. it's supposed to be. Like a doll. Yeah, you're like Just why is it small? Yeah. Or like a little mini town, and they blow up the car or whatever. Yeah, like fucking Kablam. They do yeah. they use like miniatures. Kablam on Nickelodeon. Is it the one with the colors? They're like it's colorful and it's like those superheroes. That's one of the segments in the show. It's like they're they like uh they were action figures, mm-hmm. and it was like Scuba Steve and fucking uh. Just definitely before it's, your time. It's like a, you would have seen reruns for sure. I, yeah, I have like the pictures in my yeah. head, like the they, memories. They played reruns forever. Okay. The Nick at Night. Show. Yeah. But but yeah, the Scanners great. Scanners is a crazy movie. It's you watch the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like almost a superhero movie. Yeah, that's why I, it kind of reminded me of like X Men. 
Yeah. Kind of in the, a way. The fight at the end between the two guys. The two guys. One is they're essentially both scanners. Yeah. But they're ones in like the underground. Yeah. Type. So one is like trying to rule the world, and the, and then the other one is like working for like a corporation who's trying to stop them from taking over the world. And there's like a whole thing, and then obviously the. You know the exploitation exploitation of like you know corporate syndicates and shit like mm-hmm. that. The whole you know it was underbelly of like the message. Yeah, and shit, but it was Professor X and fucking Magneto. Wasn't the old guy Professor X? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I was like, this is an X Men movie, mm-hmm. but uh, it was a great fucking movie. It was good, and because uh, the bad guy was basically Magneto. It's a good movie if you want to get into Cronenberg movies. Yeah, that's a good intro. Yeah. Cause it's not like too out of. It looks disgusting just from this picture on here. He oh yeah. No, the veins and shit. That's face. towards the end. Yeah. It looks disgusting. You notice that in the begin, like in the beginning when they do the um. The main guy, the actor. Mm-hmm. Terrible. He's such. I didn't a... like him. I like the. The bad guy. Yeah, the bad, bad quote guy. unquote bad guy. He was good. <laughs> the other dude, I, when immediately when they're doing the doctors like talking to him and interviewing him, I was like, I hate him. Mm-hmm. already i don't like him yeah because he's, he's supposed to be like monotone and like i don't know what's going on yeah. and why why are you saying scanner I and like him. i hated him so much he's the only bad part of that fucking movie yeah. i did not like him in that movie at all i was like they should have got a different fucking actor because that's the only part that pissed me off like this part of this movie would be fucking amazing uh, yeah if it but he fucking ruined the whole now that I now that I think about it, I'm thinking like who could it could have been a lot better. It could have been anybody. It could have been a lot better. Yeah, but um, but yeah, scanners, and then he made what, uh, video drone right after that. I think so. And then that that movie really, that's when you're like, I want to see like some weird shit. Yeah, that was video drone. Like I mean, because like. That's when you're like past scanners and the fly. Like it's good to go like scanners, the fly, maybe the brood. But then when you want to see like some peak level weirdness, like go Videodrome. Because that's Rick Baker, the god of makeup effects. Mm. He did like Star Wars. He did Planet of the Apes. He did uh, he did Michael Jackson thriller makeup. Rick Baker did everything. Everything makeup. Mm-hmm. And... um. He he's at, he's retired now, but uh, he did Videodrome and the shit and the effects in Videodrome are pretty fucking wild. It's just it's so weird and then yeah. we, and when you watch, but it's not as I don't want to say it's so weird because when you watch like I was telling you on the phone earlier this week, but it's like when you get into '90s Cronenberg, that's when you're just like, what the fuck? Because like Crash is my favorite. Yeah, and also like just how weird it, I how weird it gets. Like Crash. With crash, yeah. It's weird. I The concept alone is like I get it. I want to read the book so bad. I I'm sure it would give a lot more insight. Mhm. What's his name coming out next week? Crimes of the Future? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the next his newest one. I already got my tickets. I was going to say Nate is already He's there. There was a Kane's walkout. Or no, he said uh, he was predicting walkouts, uh, but there was none. Actually, he was like 
I'm going to show Crimes of the Future at Cannes Film Festival. Mm-hmm. They said some viewers walked out at his Cannes premiere calling the film beautiful. Oh, I don't That's misleading. Maybe not walked out during the movie. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Like, are they saying they walked out because it was just so great? Because usually walk out in a film festival means you walked out in the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing? Walk out, Walking out in the middle of the movie? No. Because when he performed, when he performed, when he premiered Crash at Cannes, yeah, people were people like, were like what "Nah, the fuck is this?" Nah, <laughs> because Cannes. Oh yeah, they said because they said this this crown is the future. He's bringing it all the way back. So yeah, people walked out because this is his first horror movie in over, I don't know, over twenty years. Wow. Yeah, they're like I'm yeah. reading this article. They're like people are like, <laughs> people people walking out. That's that means I definitely want to see it now. Yeah, it's and Vigo Morgan. Vigio Morgenstein is in it. <laughs> Vigio Morgenstein. And uh, I'm I'm all for it. All for it. Mm. But uh, but um, what I was what I was saying now when you get into Crash, when you get to that level of Cronenberg, yeah. you're that means you're all you're a Cronenberg fan. You have to be a Cronenberg yeah. fan to watch Crash. Have the open mindedness for it, and be like, and then continue, and keep going. Because I had the Criterion Blu-ray, because mm-hmm. you're not gonna, that's not available on streaming anymore. No. And so I bought it on the Criterion Blu-ray, watched it, and I was like, I love it, because it's the first time I've seen it on YouTube in like the not even high definition, it was the standard definition on YouTube, and it was like squeezed, mm-hmm. and like I I just watched it. I was like, fucking, I don't know how old, and then. I bought the Criterion, and you see the 4K transfer, and you're like, oh, my God. And you see him. No. You see, uh, what's his name, James Spader? Fuck a girl's leg wound? No. Just. <laughs> and you're like. Fucking disgusting. Like Almost. Almost. <laughs> but on the thigh. Oh, in real wound. The back of the thigh right here. And it's open? And he's like, come here, girl. Yeah. It's like sewed. Stitched. And she, and she lets him do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're uh, omnisexual? That's like a thing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what they say. They're omnisexual and they get off on car oh, crashes. Car crash victims, yeah. It, which, again, wild the last concept. The la- last scene of the movie, he fucking bangs, like, bangs his car into his wife's goes on to like to the fucking side of the highway and he's like oh fuck looking in the mirror and shit pulls over walks down his girl's fucking like that like just got fucked up by a car crash and he lays down with her he's like all right let's get it on they start fucking end of movie (laughs) (laughs) it's wild that's just wild it's wild and then like doesn't someone have like broken ribs or something in 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 uh, one of the guys yeah. that introduces him, he's like the leader of their cult. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like obsessed with like James Dean because he died in a car crash. Oh, and uh, he they reenact the James Dean car crash with the same like car that like James Dean was driving, and his driver was a uh, or he was driving the car, and he had like his his mechanic or some shit was mm-hmm. next to him. And then some college student was the one that he ran into. So they recreated 
And they fucking, and he's just like, and he has a microphone. He's talking to a crowd of people. And he's like, so we're going to reenact and we're going to go right now. And they fucking do it and they crash. And he's like, and he's like fucking still talking and they go inside. And he's like, so yeah, this is what we do. And then it's if I can have sex and shit. Admittedly so, I there I as a man, we don't care. We can be missing <laughs> limbs. Our knee. We yeah. could miss all of our limbs and we will find a way to fuck. Yeah. If my penis still works, mm-hmm. I will be having and sex. And that's the thing about that's the that's thing how about Zoe's this. here. Literally had hernia surgery. <laughs> I did. I wasn't supposed to be having sex at all. Uh, you wasn't supposed to be doing and I was, literally I could have nothing. Really hurt myself. This, this movie is about James Spader. He's <laughs> James Spader is like an observer because he, he's he's like a quiet he's quiet in the movie mm-hmm. and he's like observing but he's also like participating. So he's like kind of you kind of like are with him kind of like you know how in Sicario you're seeing Emily Blunt. She's like you guys are fucked up. That's like James Spader in this movie, but he's also doing it, like going deep in the rabbit hole of what they're doing. But he's mm-hmm. also like this observing everything, and it's just a wild fucking movie. It's so wild, and I think I, the reason why I love it so much is because one, it's like fearless. It's Cronenberg, just like fuck what any of you guys think mm-hmm. about what I'm doing if it's weird or whatever. He's like, I'm trying to tell this like crazy story mm-hmm. about a controversial book that came out in like the 70s and he's like really just going for it mm-hmm. and like without giving a fuck about like people mm. hating it and i bought the then i bought like a few weeks ago like maybe a month or two ago the nc17 dvd mm-hmm. and I, that's the most that's the one i watched recently was the nc17 rated version how yeah. was that one and i forgot i don't remember the differences but like the only thing in my mind, what I'm remembering, maybe the leg fucking scene is in the second scene. <laughs> that is the part that I'm stuck on this entire time you've been talking about. I've been almost physically Ill like a fucking wound. Thought. Yeah, it's the like a sewn. Th- it's like a sewn wound, like a stitched wound. Wound. How much stitched? For him to be able to put something in there. Probably from like here to here. But it's not all the way stitched up. No. That's wild, B. Yeah. That's the... How do you no. even find out something like that? Like, I'm into this. It's wild shit. It is true to people. be like, I'm into this. This is my thing. And the part that fucks you up, you're like, you know there's like this sect of people out yeah. there that are really into this. And that's this. what, that's what that's he's what saying. That's what this movie is about. He's like, there, there are these people out there mm-hmm. and there's these people that get caught up in that shit. Yeah. And then they just get sucked into mm-hmm. just going with whatever these people are doing. Yeah. Let's just give ourselves. It's like it's like the busting nut. And this movie is like a really horny matrix, where he's just going deep mm. down. He's the whole time he's like, "What the fuck," but he's also participating and going down the rabbit hole. But is instead of okay? like an alt- an alternate reality, it's having sex with people while getting fucked on, because they're like going slow. Cause there's a car crash on the freeway and they're like going so he's like slow down slow down and he's fucking like taking pictures of the car crash and he's like you know what fuck it and he hops out goes on the car crash scene of like the EMTs there firefighters there and he's like taking pictures of the bodies and shit or whatever and then they go later and they like recreate what this they saw it's wild 
Niggas being just some freaky shit. <laughs> That's wild. I don't even know what else to say. Yeah. Uh. Like what? Definitely his yeah. weirdest movie. Has to be. It sounds like it. The fly was fucking weird, man. Fly was gross. The fly was gross. But this is. I like, like the concept of the fly, like the, gene splicing and stuff. Yeah, the fly changed everything. Because David Cronenberg does more sci fi movies, if I'm being honest. That does, yeah. A lot of these sound sci fi ish more yeah. than they do horror. This was like. You're a, dealing with st- horror is, can be based in some type of reality, usually. Yeah. But these, but this have, these is are all, all like sci fi. Way. It all mostly has to do with science. You're talking yeah. about telekinesis and fucking all, and video drone. Seeing the future and the past and stuff. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. these are way outside of like horror. Yeah. That and then Crash was more. There's a. Crash was more like psychological and like has that. What is that? I don't know what you want to call it. Nature versus nurture type of thing. Yeah. Like it's like Freudian almost. Yeah. Like how are you just like this or do you get introduced to it and then you just start liking it? Which is funny because Cronenberg did make. I haven't seen it. I have it on Blu ray. I've been wanting to watch it. With uh, Viggo Mortensen, Michael Fassbender, and Kira Knightley. It's about Carl Jung and uh, Sigmund Freud. Mm. He made like a movie about them both. And I want to, I don't know who plays who, but Viggo Mortensen plays Carl Jung, I think. Michael Fassbender plays uh, Sigmund Freud, or the vice versa. I forgot. I haven't seen it yet. But I do want to watch it because his movies are very philosophical and thought provoking. Oh, yeah. It's called uh, A, a dangerous, dangerous Method. method. Yeah. yeah. I saw it for yeah, everybody keeps seeing it. It's like, <laughs> you got to get it, man. But, you but Crimes of the Future comes out June 3rd. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it June 2nd. Got to. <laughs> I want to see that. It looks like a great... They said the reason why a lot of people walked out was in the first five minutes. They said Bet. it's great gore the first five minutes. I'm there. It's like, about <laughs> like organ selling or organ performance. Oof. Yeah, the evolution of like the human body. Yeah. So happy. I don't even like know what that means. Okay, I'm gonna have to pop some extra anti-anxiety pills, so I'm not in that point about to pass out. Yeah, like, for you. Did you get that? I feel like I did. Did you see it disappear? I didn't. I don't see it now. I know. I saw it like disappear. Um, but I'm gonna go see Crimes of Fear next week. Since we're to where are we at? We had an hour twenty-five. This feels like such a long podcast. I this was like, pretty long. I mean, an hour and a half. Um. What was I saying? Uh, ne- uh, Next there week. it is. <laughs> <laughs> like how we were all like, we're ready. Get it? Oh, you almost said no, you didn't no, get no. it. It's all there. Oh my God, I got <laughs> one hand in No, this. you didn't. Where'd it go? <laughs> hey man, I know y'all listening to Mosquitoes are serious. Fuck y'all. We gotta kill this. Yeah, fuck this. <laughs> we um, kill you at night. Um, Next week, Jurassic Park comes out. Oh, yes. those previews actually give me more and more hype every time. Yeah, a little bit. The previews f- w- w- during uh, Top Gun, that was pretty good. Yeah. That was a good one. The fucking, you know the scene I'm terrified of, the ocean one. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. one of my biggest fears is like if somebody ever just like torture, you time, time travel me and drop me in the ocean 
four hundred oh million years god. ago. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that's your worst. I could, I already know. Oh, knowing you, that's your worst nightmare. Like it, the thought of it makes me want to vomit. Like they're like, I'm gonna torture you. I'm gonna oh, yeah. drop you in the prehistoric ocean. Blink. There you go. No. Nope. But oh, Jurassic, the ocean now. I want to say it goes. Crimes of the Future is coming out. Then Jurassic Park, and then Lightyear. Mm-hmm. I gotta see that. Lightyear's coming out, so that'll be like our Pixar episode. Mm-hmm. So we can actually do that with the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, let me see what's coming soon. Yeah, Jurassic Park. And then, this, yeah, the 17th Lightyear comes out. It's not until July 8th that Thor Love and Thunder comes out. I'm so excited to see that. I'm ready to see Nope. Them previews yeah. for Nope. It's the same preview every time. But every time you're that, like... Those nighttime shots, it's like, how wild. do you... He add in moonlight right. because that shit right. is it's clear, clear as clear. night. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> that thing is clear, boy. I'm like, man, yeah, just see looks Daniel so Kaluuya at night in the middle of the mountains in California. There's no light out there at all. Yeah, that's definitely artificial. Mm-hmm. It's like going outside of Phoenix in the middle of the night. You will be in pitch black dark. Period. There's no lights outside of Phoenix. After that, that movie, The Black Phone. Have you guys heard about that? Yeah, with Ethan Hawke. He's like wearing the mask. Oh, wasn't that new uh, Brad Pitt movie coming out? Bullet Train. Bullet Train. In August. August 5th. They pushed it back. They got Paperboy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have a, like a lot of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bad Wrong Bunny. Buddy. Bad Bunny, baby. I keep thinking that was Cleo Thomas. Every time you show up in the screen, zero, zero. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. Well, next week. So are we doing Jurassic Park? Like, what are we doing? I have to, I guess. Because I mean, if we see again. Top Gun, because obviously we're in the season of remakes or sequels, at least. Yeah. They come. What, it comes sequels, every. What does it come every two years or so? We yeah. get a bunch of spinoffs and stuff and sequels. Yeah. A remake. When's Hobbs and Shaw two coming out? I need that to happen. Hobbs and Shaw. I'm pretty sure Ryan, what's his name, is uh, the bad guy. No one wants to talk about that. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Thor, Love and Thunder, I'm hyped. Yeah. Christian Bale. There's thoughts that, uh, oh, never mind. We'll say that off air. <laughs> All right. Um. So we're good. Yeah. Cronenberg. I'll let you guys know what I think. Comes in the future. If you guys see it, let me know. <laughs> Because this shit is going to be weird. I want to see why people walked out. I really want to see that. <laughs> oh, and that's another thing about Cannes. Speaking of Cannes, there's so many movies that, because today is the last day. Today is the last day, yeah. It's been a of, couple uh, weeks. Cannes Film Festival. I have like a bunch of movies um, that I had saved that I knew were coming out this year. And then I was, and then they were giving out awards. And like some of the movies that I was like anticipating actually like won some awards. And uh, uh, did you see the? This isn't had nothing has to do with Can, but uh, the Gray Man with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. Mm-mm. It's a Netflix movie. Yeah, it's supposed to come out on Netflix. By the Russo brothers, it's supposed to be like this crime movie with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, and it says when the CIA's top asset, his identity known to no one, uncovers agency secrets, he triggers a global hunt by assassins set loose by his ex-colleague. You said it's Chris Evans and who? Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Chris just... Evans. I just watched uh, 
the losers last night. I was like, you pretty much been Captain America the whole. <laughs> I think you got no, no, no. It's right here. Oh, you injured it. You injured it. That shit's going down. <laughs> 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 this shit's dead. <laughs> you got it. With, I saw you got it with your fingertips. Yeah, I felt. I was like, I know I got some of it. I think I just knocked the wing off my fingers. But uh, there's like a whole lot of movies, foreign movies that I I'm excited to see. Oh, I mentioned that I didn't even get to. <laughs> Did you get it? Right no. there. Right there. It's right there. You got it. No, I didn't. I keep hitting it against the wall and it's not dead. Oh, I got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. I got it. You got it. Um, I got it. Somewhere right there. Right. Um, Park Chan Wook. Didn't get to talk about this. Because Rob said that. Literally why I wasn't able to talk about it. Oh I God. sat here and I thought about whether I should say it or not. And I was like, I see Nate's face. I have yeah, to say it. Like, if I'm staring at Nate, I got to say Jung it. Jen. Wei Jung Jen. <laughs> but because uh, I was talking about The Handmaiden and the Amazon original movie. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Old Boy, one of the best action movies ever. That one shot, one take of the hammer fight scene at the end was crazy. Park Chan Wu coming out with a new movie called Decision to Leave. And it had like a standing of like a fucking 10 minute standing ovation at Cannes. Jesus. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, it's just like a lot of cool ass movies coming out with a lot of cool directors. Like uh, what's his name? David Fincher, the guy who made Fight Club and Seven, Social mm. Network, Gone Girl. Those are all bangers. So David Fincher... I'll just name off his filmography. Fight Club, Gone Girl, Social Network, Seven, Zodiac, Benjamin Button, Mank, The Game, Panic Room. Bangers. He hasn't had one Bangers. Slump. People sleep on Panic Room, and that's why Kristen Stewart Panic is famous yeah. for watching yep. it. She played the fuck out of that yep. role in that movie. So, uh, yeah, David Fincher is coming out with and a movie. And she wasn't dumb. Called. <laughs> she wasn't a little bitch. That's probably why I like her. <laughs> David Fincher is coming out with a movie called The Killer, which, mm. you know, we already, we already knew. Yeah. A man solitary and cold, methodical and unencumbered, unencumbered by a scruples, by scruples or regrets, the killer waits in the shadows watching for his next target. And yet the longer he waits, the more he thinks he's losing, losing his mind, if not his cool, a brutal, bloody and stylish noir story of a professional assassin lost in a world without a moral compass. This is a case study of a man alone, armed to the teeth, and slowly losing his mind. This is, there's a movie by James Salas called The Killer is Dying. And I read it because the book takes place in Phoenix. Mm. And I think the camera, the camera is slanted. But it it's what looks I, like it? I think we're fine, though. Yeah, it looks like it, but I'm pretty sure it's like straight. Um, There's a book called The Killer is Dying. Mm-hmm. And it's the author wrote the book Drive that Ryan Gosling was in the movie. Yeah. And so James Salas, I believe is his name, made a movie called or made, wrote a book called The Killer is Dying. Mm-hmm. And I read it and it sound this sounds like sounds like the, mo- the one of the book. characters in the book. Yeah. But I don't I'm sure it's not based off of it, but 
because no one is gonna make a movie in Phoenix except for me. <laughs> but or except for fucking Denis Villeneuve, we just watched Sicario. My that's my favorite movie of all time. It's Sicario. It's it's hands down. This is super banger. It's a good movie. It's so fucking good. Uh, I, I was speechless because I wanted to rewatch it because I was like, what are because uh, this was like a couple weeks ago. I was like, what are some movies about um, imposter syndrome? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I should rewatch Sicario and see how that applies. That's interesting. And I was like, I, I want to rewatch it. And I was like, that kind of is towards the end of the movie yeah she, i was she, gonna say towards the end for she, sure she definitely is and so but but i rewatched it and i was like this movie is perfect i mean all of denis villeneuve's movies he has bangers on bangers on bangers but sicario hit sicario is so real <coughs> yeah especially for well for Those us, cartel for sure. houses in chandler like they're all over the place they're yeah. <laughs> but everywhere but yeah I don't know. I we we watched Sicario and I, that's right now my favorite movie of all time. It's For so now. fucking good. I, I just love it because yeah, whatever. I'm gonna end off. I'm gonna end on that. Go mm-hmm. watch. Go watch Sicario. Just rewatch it if you see it because for the people listening, it's so great. I think it's, most of our listeners have seen it. It's so fucking good. But anyways, that's episode sixty-one. Next week we're gonna be talking about maybe Jurassic Park. Or it might just be a chill episode. Who knows? <laughs> um, I felt it. I'm going to get sleepy, so I <laughs> where, where are we at now? Like I think we can do, yeah, I think we can do Jurassic Park. Because they're going to introduce Fuck. all one, the... Two, one, two, three, and four? Yeah, they're going to introduce all of those... Everybody. Everybody older characters Jeff back Goldblum. in... Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Th- you know, I'm glad they're doing what I thought they were going to do and put dinosaurs with feathers, which is way scarier than like... That's a... Th- yeah. It's way scarier They're bringing than all kinds of shit in. Um, I took Amanda to this thing where we had my... Where's that fuck did we go? My Christmas party. We went to the museum downtown. And Arizona had, Center? Yeah, like yeah. Like the science yeah. center? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My dad, I was just reminding my dad of this. I remember when I was little, I my dad brought me to the science center, and uh, like the Arizona Center thing, and was like, "You have the choice." He would. My dad told me he was like, "You have the choice between the Titanic Museum or the Dinosaur Museum." And I was like, "Take me to the Titanic." And we just went through like this museum, seeing like the mm-hmm. underground, all the fucking relics and shit. Yeah. That shit was so crazy. So cool. And then you get uh, to like touch the iceberg and shit. That shit was wild, and but I remember. <laughs> we were the biggest boat in the world. <laughs> Nobody wants to say it. Dumbasses, you're stupid. But uh, but they showed they showed T Rex with feathers at the Arizona Center. Mm-hmm. That's so they, they had the most complete T Rex skeleton that exists in the yeah. world. Dinosaurs still exist. That the tail is fifteen long feet, fifteen feet long from uh, bottom of tail to tip. Alligators, dinosaurs. Anyways, oh yeah. Let's uh wrap this up. Oh right, yeah, bye. Bye guys. <laughs> bye.